Hi, this is Caitlin with a quick message before this episode starts. Uh, there's a little bit of an audio technical difficulty throughout this recording where I am very quiet and Shannon's a bit loud. I have fixed it. Hopefully for the next episode it's a little bit better, but just know if you hear me like talking very quietly behind everyone else, assume I didn't say anything important. All of the times I was speaking alone, I boosted the audio, I lowered Shannon. So hopefully it's not too much of a pain to listen to. But hopefully this is the last time this happens. So I hope you enjoy the episode and can forgive me for this one. Hello and welcome back to The Table, a podcast made just for people who eat food. My name is Caitlin and I'm here with my co-host Shannon. Hello. And our guest today, Tyler. Or would you rather go by Ty today? What do you want? It doesn't matter. Okay. Tyler slash Ty, this will become more com- uh, more confusing once we introduce the other Tyler. Ty is my friend from high school. Um, he can cook a mean steak and a good burger. Um, just, beef. Like, just beef. <laughs> just beef. Um, just the beef. He is the designated griller when we hang out, which is great. Um, today, if you're watching the video podcast, we have decided, in spirit of last week's podcast, we are all Ratatouille characters. Uh, for the little mm-hmm. video bubbles. But speaking of last week's podcast, take it away, Shannon. Roll with misremembering every single movie I've ever seen, apparently. So I was doing some, some light Googling after the fact, trying to figure out what the name of that movie was, because I knew I had watched The Exotic Marigold Hotel. I liked it, but I just knew in my heart that the plot that I was describing was simply not the plot of that movie. So I found the right movie, and it's called The Hundred Foot Journey. And that's the one I was talking about. So if anyone listened last time and was like, what is happening? Um, or if you don't know what's going on, and now you want to know what's going on. Um, yeah, we were, we were talking about food-based movies, and this one is where um, they're in a quaint French village, and they have competing restaurants across from each other of different cultures and then they spoiler like come together at the end of the movie and that's it was wonderful and i'm very sad that i forgot the actual name of the movie because i would recommend it it was quite good and this is the one with hans christian anderson or hayden christensen <laughs> neither <laughs> neither is it it so you were wrong on neither is it Oh. Well, no, Hayden Hayden Christensen is in Little Italy. That's a different movie entirely. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Glad we cleared so that. So that I that I at least got right, sort of. <laughs> Halfway there. Okay. So. Now I gotta go yes. watch that. It sounds good. It definitely does it was, feel yeah. like Romeo and Juliet, though. Yeah. It has those vibes, for sure. But it's it's worth a watch. So here, second podcast in a row where I am, I did not come up with the topic for the podcast. So go ahead and tell us what we're doing today once again. Maybe one day I'll introduce the topic. <laughs> I, I'm excited for this one. So back in my days at college, I dormed on campus. So I was living in the dorms. And at my particular college, you weren't allowed to have your own microwave in the room. I guess it was according to the town fire code, it was going to be a problem if everyone had an individual microwave, so they just banned it all together. So, 
Yeah, it was. So sometimes, like, you're feeling especially lazy, or you're just far too busy doing who knows what. And then you look in the fridge, and you're like, mm, have these tasty leftovers. And you're like, I just don't want to go out of my room to make this warm. So I invented this game with myself called Is It Good Cold? And basically, I would stare at a leftover for about five seconds, ask myself, is it good cold? Try it, and then go from there. <laughs> so <laughs> I, the number of things that I tried cold is truly sad. But um, I, I learned that I liked certain things cold that I wasn't expecting that I would like cold. So in light of that, I thought I would ask you guys while we're all here uh, some of your opinions on some classic foods that people eat cold, as well as some some not so common cold foods. Did did you have a wild food that you didn't expect to be good cold? Oh, that's a good question. You can you can sit on it for a bit and come back to it if you remember. I think it was probably like fast food chicken tenders. It, it I was is like so there. It's I was like, weird. there's no way that these McNuggets are going to be good cold. And then I had it, and I was like, you know, it's not preferable. They're, yeah, they're not bad, but they do <laughs> But it's bad. really not that bad. It does somehow start to taste like one of those big, giant pink erasers. <laughs> yeah. Like the texture-wise. Yeah. That was the texture. But it was close enough, and I was hungry enough that I was like, you know what, it's fine. It still That's has salt. So it's good. Still has salt. I've never tried, like, a chicken nugget, like, a fast food chicken cold, I don't think. Uh, mm. But I also have the, I have an air fryer, so, like, I kind of don't play the, is it good cold to just throw it in the air fryer? I think, um. it's, I think it's more so about being lazy that you don't want to. <laughs> That's also fair. Uh, if, if you have a bag of McDonald's that you, like, brought up and you were just eating inside your own room and a couple hours later. <laughs> you just want you just have a little bit of a hankering left. Yeah, that's fair. I think the game I play more is like is heating it up even going to make it any better more than is it good cold? It's like if you have like leftover fries like from a pizza place, they're terrible yeah. cold and heating them up makes it no better. It makes it worse for sure. Yeah, fries are just one of those things that are not great leftovers, I think yeah. in general. How's the air fryer, though? I do want to talk about that a little bit. Because I, I tried air frying a couple of things, and I didn't get the hype. I don't know if I'm missing out. Um, I think it depends on on what you like, I guess. Like, to an extent, like, it's not the most revolutionary thing for most people. For me, it is. I use it pretty much as often as I use my oven. Because um, I, I eat leftovers a lot. And also, like, if I don't really want to cook, like, I can make... Like, I've made coconut chicken. Uh, sorry, coconut shrimp. Not coconut chicken. Jeez. Chicken fingers, <laughs> obviously. Um, and, like, the, like, Orida fries, like, freezer fries. And it's way better than making them, like, in the oven or in the microwave. So, I it has basically really? replaced the microwave for me with the exception of, like, heating up, like, liquid things. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Does it just get crispier? Like, it doesn't... Yeah, it gets way less soggy. I also have I have the Cuisinart one that like it's not a bucket, it's like a tray that slides out. So it's like a mm. it's a little toaster oven and air fryer combo. So basically it 
it's all I need, really. <laughs> that seems better. The one that we had was a big, bulky, like, R2-D2 looking thing, and I feel like it was just more of a pain <laughs> to clean and use than actually what we used it for. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe that's the key. Get one that's a little more accessible. Yeah, it was a Christmas gift to me, but man, they're impossible to keep clean sometimes. Like, I have tin foil on, like, the bottom and on the bottom tray to, like, keep the grease from, like, ruining the trays that are in there. But, like, the basket, mm-hmm. no matter how much I clean it, it just, it's... Food going to get stuck there, and thankfully they sell the baskets separately so I can replace it one day when it's too far gone. But, yeah. Ty, have you ever air fried stuff? Are you a fan of air fryers? I have never used one in my life, but this conversation makes me want to try it. I'd imagine cooking fries in a, like, freezer fries in a mm-hmm. air fryer. I'd imagine it would look almost identical to how the package actually shows them looking instead of that bland sand yellow that they come out as. Yeah. Um, mm. They're definitely better that way. Not everything is a huge difference. Like, now, if if you look at, like, if, you get, if you're one that eats pizza rolls, pizza rolls are now air fryable. They've just changed it so they can be air fried, which I don't know what they did differently. I've been air frying them for a year. Um, <laughs> Do they the taste same, different? It's the same thing. Like, if it's, it's comparable to cooking it in the oven for a lot of things, like, um, like if you have, like, tater tots or, like, those hash browns you can get, um, it's comparable to the oven. Ten times better than the microwave, and it's much faster than the oven because it preheats in like sixty seconds. Um, oh wow! But yeah, it's not bad. Uh, don't use it as an oven, like the convection oven part, uh, because if it says cook like cinnamon rolls for eighteen minutes, they'll be done in five, and they'll be black by six. <laughs> oh! <laughs> it cooks so fast. It's things chugging. It it seems like a good thing, but like part of me is like, is it raw in the middle? But usually it's okay. I if it's baking, it goes in the oven for me. I don't use the convection super often. It's worth trying. It does it's certainly not for everybody, but I like it and it's mine, so I get to take it when I move out, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's a Christmas gift. Very exciting. It's always good to have that arsenal of things that you already own. So mm-hmm. moving out is less, there's less expenses of, there's so many little things, especially in the kitchen that you don't think you're going to need. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to, to pick those up along the way. Yeah. Especially for someone that cooks a lot. And then I can only see myself like moving out being like, oh, I'm going to make some lemonade today. And then realizing after buying $10 worth of lemons that I don't have a lemon juicer or squeezer. Like, that's my biggest fear of, like, moving into a kitchen. Like, I need a list of all of the things in my kitchen so I can get one of everything. I have mm-hmm. a very well-stocked kitchen, currently. But... Have I talked no, about fun the kitchen question. box? The Sorry. kitchen box? The kitchen box. Uh, well, my question can wait. What is that? <laughs> so, in my shed, which is, like, a hangout area slash studio that I have in my backyard... Um, there is a box called the kitchen box and essentially, um, it's stuff that Noah and I have accumulated that is basically just kitchen supplies from different things that we're saving because we, neither of our kitchens currently need them for when we move out. So when we go to like fun world, which is an arcade, there's a section where you can spend your 
your tickets on small kitchen utensils. So we have like a thing of um, Tupperware. We have a small food processor, a waffle maker that because we just go to Fun World all the time and we, we're not going to spend our tickets on like sticky hands. So we accumulate them. Um, <laughs> Fun World. <laughs> yeah. And then I um I won a raffle at work of kitchen supplies. So I just keep adding to the box so it's not to be touched until I move out. But I've got, like, maybe a, a third of a kitchen in there. Wow. <laughs> that, I didn't know that Fun World had those kind of adult prizes. Honestly, it's brilliant. Because no other arcade I've been to, like, I'll spend the whole day there and then I have, say, a thousand tickets. And the a thousand ticket items are, like, dolls. Like I don't want them. I'm not going to leave with 75 uh airheads either <laughs> i like arcades but it's the only one where like i can spend my tickets on something i could actually use which is brilliant so it keeps people coming in after they've turned 18 you know and like going mm -hmm. to arcades is kind of weird otherwise but yeah that's the kitchen box sorry what was your question from before <laughs> yes my question for both of you if um you move into a new place and you are in charge of setting up your kitchen, would you set it up the same way as the kitchen where you currently live? Like, would you put the spoons in the same spot and the uh, everything else? That is a good question. That's a great question. When it, well, when it comes down to the little things like that, probably. Mm -hmm. I, there's some things I would change, as in, like, my Tupperware drawer... I despise simply because my house just has a lot of Tupperware and putting it, putting it in a drawer makes it very easy for me to just chuck it in there and not organize it every time. So I'd probably mm -hmm. put Tupperware in a cabinet. So I'm like forced to stack it properly um, and probably mm -hmm. put snacks in a drawer. But other than that, I think probably by instinct, I would put everything in the same spot. But, like, generally my kitchen is, makes sense anyway. Like, obviously, like, the pot holders are next to the stove and the spoons are on the other side. And the Lazy Susan mm -hmm. has, like, the dry goods. Like, so probably similarly. But I do have a pantry, like, cabinet in the bathroom. So I probably won't do that when I move out. But... <laughs> what? You're not going to put your snacks in the bathroom? <laughs> um, so, yeah, our bathroom has two big cabinets that just have changed use over time like back when uh my mom took care of of more kids at the time so it became like their snack cabinet and like my cousins because they would come over in the mornings and go to school with us um but now one of them entirely is my baking cabinet so it's just all my baking stuff but it's kind of weird that it's in the bathroom so hopefully in the future i won't have to store my stuff in my bathroom but we have a decent sized bathroom but not a pantry so we kind of just combined them <laughs> so at least like it gets my my baking stuff in one place where i can keep it separate and like kind of keep track of what's mine um but it's also somewhere that like if my mom needs some extra flour or like needs the rolling pin or whatever she can get to it too um and it's like it's right mm -hmm. next to the kitchen the bathroom door is like right across from the fridge so yeah that makes sense that's a good way to use utilize that space if you have it. Hmm. But uh, I do I do just love the concept of if you're doing your business, then you're like, you know what I could really use right now? Some Funyuns. <laughs> some Funyuns. 
Yeah, it definitely does feel weird and like out of context. It's like kind of icky sounding, but also like I'm not using the bathroom while rummaging through my baking stuff. The cabinet stays closed when someone's doing their business. Um, good, good, very sanitary. On the same note as like kitchen preferences for when you have a kitchen, what is your favorite like appliance finish? Like, do you like white, black, silver, chrome, like the black chrome? Any preferences? I'll take anything. You can make it up if you want. Like, if you want to paint, I don't know, a mushroom on it, that counts too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fan of like the the black chromish colored things. I just like a modern look. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. Although I do appreciate how KitchenAid mixers now come in oh. every color imaginable. Like a little part of me wants to get a fun colored one and then match the rest of the kitchen around the KitchenAid mixer. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Uh, my favorite finish is it's it's a certain collection. It's called, I think, the Bakery Collection. It's it's like a matte white, but it's slightly off-white with gold um, hardware. It's my favorite appliance set I've ever seen, and it's adorable. But be beyond oh. that one, it's like that mid-century teal that you can match specifically to a KitchenAid mixer. Mm -hmm. But man, do you know how expensive those things are? Have you ever looked up the price? Yeah, but they last you for decades, though. Oh, yeah. It's, I feel it's like it's one of those investment. investments. But yeah, I, I haven't looked recently, but I'm sure that they are quite pricey. Oh, yeah. It's, there's, some of them are around 500 bucks. And, like, the prices depend, too, on, like, what attachments you get and things like that. Now they have, like, hammered copper finishes on bowls. Like, it's crazy. Oh. Yeah, I, I like KitchenAid a lot. I, it feels like you've looked into this. Y yes, I did happen to make a whole Brandon podcast off food. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, is that what we're doing right now? Yeah, hey... Fun fact, I like food. <laughs> Whoa. What a fun and interesting fact about you that I did not know. Mm. Speaking of fun and interesting facts about me, let's play Is It Good Cold? Hey, seamless chances. Some, some follow-up questions, too, that aren't particularly Is It Good Cold, but like food preference questions, so I do have like a part two to this as well. Okay. Solid. Let's Let's start with some cold foods then, and then... We'll see how we're doing, and maybe that'll be a, a future episode. Or in this one, if we have time. We'll see, we'll see. Mm. Alright, so the first on my list, I feel like this one is pretty common, at least in, in my heart. Cold pizza. Yeah or nay? I'll let Ty go first, because I've been talking a lot. <laughs> um... I usually go out of my way to warm it up, but it does still hit cold. I think I okay. have to agree. I was going, I was prepared to like debate on some of these, but I don't. A lot of these things are hills I won't die on, so I don't this, prefer yeah. cold pizza. But sometimes, if I'm, sometimes it just is really good cold. What about you, Shannon? You're a cold pizza person, right? I am a cold pizza person. I My philosophy is when you get it the first time around, you have it hot, comes warm when you buy it or get it delivered. And then every other time after that, it's cold for me. Like, it just feels like it's a comfort 
of the leftover pizza experience is that it's cold. That's fair. I think Tyler might hate this, which is why I'm going to say it. Shannon, do you want to tell him how we used to eat pizza together as kids? So Caitlin and I were insane when we ate them because I didn't like the cheese from the place where they got it from, (laughs) and she did not like the crust. So I would peel off my cheese, give it to her, and then she would rip off her crust and give it to me. Wow. And we would eat it like that. It is not where I expected that to go. (laughs) Yeah. And the thing is, it's a perfect system. It really, we were both so happy, but it must have looked insane. (laughs) If you just have like a mound of cheese in your hands, and then I'm just eating bread, essentially, for lunch. Because we didn't have any forks. (laughs) No forks. Yeah, that's something we did for probably an embarrassingly long time. I now eat the crust of pizza for the most part, unless somebody wants it. Um, I'm willing to give it up still. I don't care that much. Um, That's good. That's character growth, I think. Yeah, everyone gets to the point where they eat the crust of food. Like, when they stop cutting the crust off their sandwiches and stop, like, peeling apples and stuff. But yeah, I'm okay giving up the crust. But, like, I've never said no to, like, extra cheese. <laughs> Did you guys ever try um, ketchup on your pizza growing up? No. I still like that is something. Pizza. Yeah, I still do it, <laughs> and I hear people will like hate it, but yeah. I I don't know why I cave in so much for it. No one makes fun of me for it. He's like, "There's already tomato on the pizza." I'm like, "I know, but ketchup is good." That's did you I'll discover that me. accidentally, or did you? I uh, I don't know. I feel like because growing up in the house, you always get like pizza and fries. Mm-hmm. So I feel like at one point the ketchup just fell onto the pizza and I was like, hey, that wasn't half bad. That's how I think mm-hmm. I learned to like crust. Oh, okay, that's fair. It's also very good if you have like a dry pizza or like a very thin crust and you're not a fan of thin crust. Yeah. Um, I'm a I'm a fan of like Greek pizza where it's like it's like soft crust but not too much sauce and a decent amount of cheese. Um mm-hmm. So ketchup usually helps. Do you like ranch on your pizza? Because I'm also okay with oh, ranch. Yes, I love ranch. Mm-hmm. Either will do. Pizza was definitely not meant to be dipped, but it is good when you dip it. Yeah. Do you guys have a favorite pizza that isn't like from a pizza place? Like either like a way that you make it or like a frozen pizza option? Oh, the uh, the French bread pizzas from Stouffer's. Ooh, yes. I had that. Yeah, those are fire. Good. I think that was going to be my answer, too. Those are so good. They are. Yeah. Mine's Elio's. Uh, <laughs> I think yeah. you'd like it, though, because it's, like, almost all crust. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see how much I've grown. Maybe yeah. we'll have to try it. But it's like a baguette, though, so... Yeah. Mm. It's a good crust. I do like a crusty pizza. Like, like crunchy is good, too. And I know I just said I like, like Greek pizza, which tends to be softer, but... I also don't mind, like, a nice crust, like, crunchy, thick pizza. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, maybe, I mean, my pizza preferences have changed a lot. I also don't, like, I don't gravitate toward pizza as much as I used to. Like, I know I've already mentioned Elio's and pizza rolls in this podcast, but, like, I tend not to lean lean toward it. And I don't really know why, because when I have it, I really enjoy it. Cool. Yeah, there's a big thing. Oh, pizza bagels? They really fell off after growing up. Yeah, 
I I don't like them. There's something to it. It doesn't taste right. I I really wonder if they ever tasted good, and I just didn't notice as a kid. Yeah, it's the thing. Did they ever get like way too hard for you? Like you yeah. have them like slightly too long, and they get really really firm in the middle. It's yeah. like a rock. You couldn't bite into it. Yeah. But it wasn't, like, frozen. It was, like, overcooked. Right. And it wasn't consistent, either. Sometimes you'd cook it and it would be fine. And then you'd cook it, you thought, the exact same way, and it would come out and break your tooth. Yeah. I, I've never really enjoyed, like, microwaved food, with the exception of, like, heating up, like, a soup or, like, hot chocolate or something. Um, But, Tyler, was it you who had, like... You found the perfect strategy to not get, like, cold spots in a Hot Pocket? Oh, did I? I can't remember if it was you or the other Tyler. I think I used to do one thing. The trick was, like, put it off center? No, that wasn't me. Ah, okay. If I did anything, I would literally cut it in half. And then microwave it like a lunatic. (laughs) While it was frozen? Yeah, cut it in half while it's frozen, and then it won't be frozen in the middle. I mean, fair. I, yeah. It's one way to do it. I'm also not a fan of Hot Pockets. They're like, okay. But I think that's only the, too salty. Only the ham and cheese one. I don't think That's I've the had only that one I'll go for. I've had a that's lot. the only good one for me. Okay. My brother used to like them a lot. So, like, whenever there was, like, one left that he, like, wasn't going to eat. Like, he would always have, like, two, and when there's one left, it wasn't enough, so I would usually eat the, the odd one out. Yeah. Nice. Alright, do you guys year. have some cold- oh, I am so sorry. Yeah, I was just about to say, about a cold food. Um, Please, go ahead. Cold Alfredo. Oh. Mm. It is weird, and I think I was just lazy one day, and I didn't microwave it, and it still hit. Hmm. Really? I don't think I've ever tried it. I feel like I might like I, it, though. I don't mind congealed cheese for the most part. I'm trying to remember if I had it at college ever. Because there were a few times where I just had pasta left over from the fridge, and that was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I've encountered it at some point. I don't think it's something I would prefer to do. <laughs> but if if someone gave it to me, it was like, we have no method of heating this up. <laughs> I, I would be okay. We are in the Stone Age, but we have Alfredo. <laughs> yes. I think the biggest issue I would see with it, especially if you have, like, ziti or, like, a smaller noodle, if you have a really thick sauce and it's cold, those noodles are going to get shredded apart. Yeah. I usually That's do it with, like, a fettuccine, so it usually works out. Yeah. I could see you, like, cutting into it, like, like a meatloaf, you know what I mean? Like, just cutting the pasta and taking a chunk out. <laughs> oh, I don't love that visual. <laughs> that sounds appetizing. But yeah, that's something mm. I'd definitely try. Cold spaghetti is gross to me, but cold, like, just pasta. Like, if you, like, in, when we make spaghetti, we don't put the sauce on it before we serve. We just have, like, the spaghetti in a bowl and then the sauce in the bowl and you serve yourself as you wish. Um, mm-hmm. like the, just the plain noodles with nothing on it when it's cold is pretty good. Um, but other than that, I don't think I've tried cold pasta or like cold pasta that wasn't like a pasta salad. That's true. Wow. Was pasta salad just invented by someone saying, is it good cold? <laughs> Maybe. 
It must have been. Fruit temperature. That's one that I have at the top of my list. Do you like your fruit cold? I also had this on my list because <laughs> some I do and some I don't. Okay. It's a balance. So I don't know if we want to start with a specific fruit or... I mean, I can go general. I like all of my fruit warm temp, like room temp. I don't like cold fruit. All of it. I like, I'll leave it out to get warm before I eat it. Like cold blueberries and grapes, gross. I also have sensitive teeth, which I think is part of the problem. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think cold fruit is much more acidic than like warm fruit. That's true. You do feel it more with things like pineapple or, or strawberries. It's a a stronger experience, I guess, with the flavor. Mm-hmm. How about you, Ty? Do you have certain fruits that you like warm or cold? I'm sort of useless here because I actually just don't eat fruits. I don't like them for some reason. Okay. Any fruit? No Wait, fruit. we're talking about this. Only fruit? Because of technicality, tomato. Fair. My really? Fruit is an yeah. avocado, so. What? Wait. <laughs> you guy. <laughs> I'm not a fruit As a person. Seed. <laughs> I, I don't like, they're too sweet for me. Like, they're too, like, acidic sweet. But yeah, my favorite fruit is an avocado. <laughs> Which is, like, barely technically a fruit. Well, it wow. is, but, like, it's it's not it's not a traditional fruit. It's a savory one. I'm reconsidering my friendship with you both. An avocado and a tomato <laughs> as your favorite fruits. I freaking my love goodness. avocados, man. I would eat them like apples. <laughs> I put avocado in or on anything if I have a fresh avocado around. Like on, like I make avocado toast on eggs in like a black bean salad. Uh, obviously, like tacos and things like that, which are traditional. But like, yeah, love avocados more so but than when, any fruit. When does one have a fresh avocado though? They're so high maintenance <laughs> that you get it one day and it's rock hard, and the next day it's mush. Like I don't. The thing is, I don't you're understand. Absolutely right, but when you really like avocados, you'll schedule your meal around that avocado. Like we'll get one at the beginning of the week, and if I know it's going to be ready on Thursday, I have avocado toast Thursday morning. Like I'll wow. feel it, and I'll be like, mm, "Today's avocado day." We we never we rarely buy more than two if we're not making a guacamole. So like I I don't have many to maintain at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just check every morning and see if it's ready. And if it's ready, then I'll make something that involves the avocado that day. Wow, that's commitment. <laughs> I didn't think you'd be this like anti-avocado, or maybe you're just really I... fruit. You you've always liked fruit, though. I do really enjoy fruit. I just think there's so many other better ones besides <laughs> these terrible choices you guys picked. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, tomatoes are friggin' good too. I don't like tomatoes like plain but in almost anything i think they're good i just haven't tried most fruits really yeah have you which ones have you tried uh, i've tried pineapple um tomato <laughs> <laughs> um i think i tried a strawberry once <laughs> i think that might be wow. it. <laughs> I, uh... it's a weird texture thing i can't get past it for some reason that's fair do you like fruit flavored things? Like if you had like a strawberry ice cream or like a grape soda. I know those are artificial flavors, but like Well, I like like the taste of like strawberry and banana. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not a big grape person. That's but, fair. like, I, I can kill, like, a strawberry banana smoothie any time, but... Mm-hmm. Okay, well, at least you like fruit so, in one sense. Blended. Yeah, the flavors are good. Pina coladas. Yeah. Oh, I love pina coladas. Yeah, great. Okay, if I had to pick a favorite, like, traditional fruit to eat as the, as one would eat a traditional fruit, it would be red grapes. There's there's your answer, Shannon. But still warm. Okay. I would still bite a tomato like an apple before eating any other fruit. <laughs> that was a bold statement. Huh? Do you have a favorite type of tomato? No, just the red kind, I guess. Fair. <laughs> I don't like cherry tomatoes. And is it, is it cold or is it warm? Uh, mm, it's a room temp. <laughs> Maybe right. cold on a good day. I don't think tomatoes are meant to be refrigerated. For the most I part. always I refrigerate them. Really? I think they store better on a countertop, don't they? I don't, oh, I do I, not, I don't think so. Well, we, we grow our own tomatoes through, like, a oh, chunk yeah. of the summer, so we, like, pick them when they're a little bit greenish-orange, and then they, like, ripen on the counter. So I guess mm. I'm just a... We do it differently, that's why. So the next one that was on my list is Girl Scout cookies. Or, more specifically, any sort of packaged cookie. Mm-hmm. Are those good cold? Yeah. Like, cold isn't in the fridge? In the fridge or in the freezer. <gasps> what? For this one. No, room temp. Again, sensitive teeth over here. I'm the worst person to ask. I hate candies and, like, chocolate things cold. I like them room temperature. I've never put cookies in the fridge, but now I really want to. I feel like an Oreo in the fridge would be very good. <laughs> huh. Yeah, I agree with Caitlin. First of all, I know a lot of people that put Thin Mints in the freezer because they say it's even better oh, isn't it that way if you eat them like freezer? that. I can see making I the think fridge. it's too hard. Yeah, for me, it wasn't... I can see why it would be appealing. For me, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Like, I <laughs> thought it tasted just about the same, if not worse, than <laughs> as if they were in the cabinet. So I, I'm a warm, packaged cookie kind of person. But there, I do know a friend that puts... Just about anything you can in the fridge. In the fridge, so it has been done. Ty, do you like any? I know a lot of people put like candies in the freezer. Do you like cold candy? I keep them in the cabinet, but I. Okay. It's one of those things. There's no preference. It's sort of the same, just a little harder, but it doesn't really change. Mm-hmm. Flavor do you think like people freeze pop tarts? Eat pop tarts out of the freezer? Really? I've never heard of that. People eat pop tarts like out of the freezer. That feels wrong. That seems like it would break your teeth. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But people, it says it on the box, like on the pop tart box. It says try it frozen. Oh. And people like really? it. Really? Yeah. I'm like, no, that stuff comes out of the toaster, molten hot. That's funny that you bring that up, because I was going to ask, do you guys always put it in the toaster when you have it, or do you have it cold in the sense that it's room temperature? Toaster with some butter. Ooh, butter. Yeah, have you ever put butter on a Pop-Tart? No. No. That sounds Uh, like it would be disgustingly good, though. That's a song in Family Guy. (laughs) Is it? Yeah. I don't watch Family Guy, but that sounds funny. I tried it after hearing it, and it is delicious. Is there a certain wow. flavor it works best on, or is it a, like an all-around success? I, 
the only pop tarts I really go for are the um like the strawberry ones. Mm-hmm. Those ones, that one goes very well with. Interesting. Wow, I'm gonna try that. I'm very curious what that combo is like. Yeah, yeah. I prefer them out of the toaster. Um, but it, like if I'm running late, like packing my lunch, and I want just like a something quick, I'll throw them in my lunchbox and eat them out the package. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, they like they're okay. Do you have a favorite favorite flavor overall of Pop Tarts? Do not say the cinnamon ones. I'm kidding, you can, but also those are gross, and I'm amazed that people love them so much. I was gonna say the cinnamon one. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, it's it's okay. So for Pop Tarts, I have a few I think that are my go tos. It's the cinnamon, the strawberry, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to remember oh the s'mores. Those are my okay. top three. That if I'm I'm gonna go have a pop cart, I'm gonna have one of those three, and I usually do have them right out of the box too. I don't usually pop them in the toaster, mm-hmm. although I like them both ways. My favorite is the hot fudge sundae for sure. I my favorite used to be the s'mores one, but I think I had too many of them, and now I don't like them. Um, mm-hmm. But the chocolate and the strawberry are two very good runner ups. Um, also, do you know like if you. Read the instructions on a Pop-Tart box. I don't know why I read so much of the Pop-Tart box and remember it. Um, if one On the instructions, it says if you were to put it in the microwave, that it instructs you to microwave it for only 10 seconds. Wow. That's it. It's not a long time. Like the, it comes out of my toaster, like, boiling. Like, I think I would have to heat it for more than 10 seconds if it were coming out of the microwave. Are you a chewy or crispy cookie fan? Crispy 100%. Me too. Really? I am yeah. team chewy. I figured you would be. You just seem like <laughs> yeah. a chewy cookie person. Yeah, you seem like you like fruits. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think like the easiest comparison to make is like the Chips Ahoy chewy versus crispy, but like especially like homemade ones, I like them crispier. Okay, crispy around the edges, or crispy all the way through? I mean, crispy on the edges and, like, chewy in the middle is a good cookie, but crispy all the way mm-hmm. through for me is a great cookie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. I guess I'm in the minority here. Yeah, I always like a softer cookie Okay. in general. I, I don't know if that's in part because I don't really like milk, and I think a lot of harder, crispier cookies are supposed to be paired with dunking it in milk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I just want it to be warm and gooey and delightful. And if it's hard, then it's like a, a chip, but it's a sweet chip, and it's <laughs> it's not fun. So I never, I never dip my cookies in milk. I and I and I also do not like. I do. I hate chocolate chip cookies for some reason. Really? Really? I yeah. The like only cookie. Oatmeal. Yeah, it's the only cookie I eat: oatmeal raisin. I uh, I tried well. to prank my friends once by bringing a tray of chocolate chip cookies, but half of them were oatmeal raisin. Um, to like, because speci- specifically, if Noah had it, he'd be pissed off because he would mm-hmm. have been fooled. But Ty got the oatmeal raisin once, and he was just pleasantly surprised. It's delicious. <laughs> Everyone just had a good time. <laughs> That's awesome. I respect that. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy. Like raisin, though. 
Yeah, oatmeal raisin is good. I just feel bad for them because I think they're always clouded by the expectation that it's going to be a chocolate chip cookie. Like, anytime it's on a platter, you reach for it, you think it's chocolate chip, and then you get the raisin taste, and you're like, it's just, like, it's fine, but it's not what I wanted. I wonder if it's because I make cookies a lot, but, like, I've never been fooled. Like, I know what an oatmeal raisin looks like. I've never, like, looked at it too quickly and grabbed thinking it was the other cookie. Like, I look at it, I mean, that's mm-hmm. oatmeal raisin. Like, I can see the raisins are red and, like, the oatmeal texture. But I'm... I'm not saying that I couldn't be fooled. I probably could be, but I have yet to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think when they're next to each other, I can tell the difference. But sometimes when there's only the oatmeal raisins left, I'll look and say, oh, there's still chocolate chip cookies left. And then I'll grab one. <laughs> uh, wow, that's that's a bold statement, Tyler. I'm glad you stand by that. And <laughs> I feel like we need people like you to balance it out. While yeah. other people are eating the Fruits. chocolate chip, then you'll be just as happy with your oatmeal raisin. This is a kind of a chocolate chip that I've made for you that you have liked, though. Which yeah, that uh, like white chocolate one. Mm-hmm. I put like the white chocolate like candy melts in it, um, and then Ooh. sprinkles. So I just take the candy melts and I chop them up, and usually they're colored, and then I add the sprinkles, so they look like a fairy princess abomination. But there's no like chocolate chips in it; they're all white chocolate or sprinkles. But it's the same it like, almost... base. It almost tasted like uh, the Funfetti flavor mm. that you can get in, like, a cake. Mm-hmm. Similar to Shane, that. you might like them. You like white chocolate, yeah. right? It sounds good. I do. I can't take a lot of white chocolate at once, but mm-hmm. I do like it. Okay. I definitely don't like white chocolate, but in those cookies, they're okay. I tried to make um chocolate-covered bacon for Noah for one of our first Valentine's Days together. And I got the red candy melts, thinking like, oh, it's gonna be cute, all Valentine's or whatever. And I made the whole thing. I, like, made the bacon, and, like, I didn't use, like, I got, like, good bacon, and I covered Mm -hmm. it with chocolate, and I was so proud of myself, because I knew he liked bacon and chocolate, hence last week's podcast. And he took a bite, and then he made a face, and he's like, this is is really good, thank you. I was like, oh. what's wrong? And it was the first time, like, I, like, could definitely, he's he doesn't lie often. If he doesn't like something, he'll say it. But I could tell he was trying to make me feel better about it. It's like, yeah. what? He goes, this is white chocolate. Like, oh, shit, it is. And he's like, I don't oh. like white chocolate. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I don't like bacon, so this goes to waste. But I like bacon. Oh, no. Uh, if I had made it now, I probably would have eaten it. But at the time, I didn't really like bacon. So mm-hmm. it was it was a bit of a wash that year. But we don't we don't even do much for Valentine's Day anymore. We just kind of go out to dinner. So no more uh, mm-hmm. white chocolate fills. <laughs> it was so wow, nice. that's so tragic, though. Yeah. I, I'm a, props to him for taking a bite and trying to cover it up. He took a second bite to, like, clearly not liking it, and then he's like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. eat this later. <laughs> so, yep. so bad. But. I got a question for you guys. Sure. Mm-hmm. What is your, uh, what's your go-to, like, chocolate candy? Ferrero Rocher. Uh, classy. Uh, yeah I like the bougie chocolate a lot like I don't usually go for candy bars anymore mm. if I if I want to go cheap candy bar it's the dark chocolate mint Kit Kat 
Oh, dark chocolate. Oh. Uh oh, we gotta get Tyler in on the dark chocolate conversation. Oh god, disgusting. <gasps> I don't like milk chocolate. Like, I will only go for dark chocolate at this point. I can wow. <laughs> we we add to the debate. I feel like I think every guest now has to tell us about our their chocolate preferences. We're gonna have like a, a tally. We should. Um, are are you team milk or team dark? Or team semi sweet. You can sit in the middle too if you want. You you sit in the middle, right? Yeah. You said? I I lean more towards milk. Okay. I think in general. We'll have to make like a sliding scale. <laughs> What? Where on the spectrum of chocolate? Yeah, are you like one is like milk, and then like ten is like super dark, and I'm at like an eight or a nine? Mm -hmm. But that's yeah. that's interesting. I like that. Like a lot of us have different opinions on chocolate. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things that you know you go to the store and you're like, yeah, let's get some chocolate, and it's, it's so you don't think about it. Until you actually start asking people's preferences, and then you're like, wow, no one has the same view on it. Mm -hmm. I could have sworn Ty would like dark chocolate. Mm -mm. You don't seem like a huge, you're not a huge sweets guy in general, though, right? You're more of a No, I don't eat person. chocolate chip cookies, I eat the oatmeal raisin ones. <laughs> well, yeah, but those are still sweet. <laughs> They're still a, mm. a cookie. Yeah, I don't go for sweets often. Like you if I do, peanut M&M's. Oh, okay, those are good. That's my mm -hmm. go-to anytime. I I will fold for that. Mm -hmm. uh, brownie batter uh, M&Ms are my favorite M&M. No, sorry, I'm going to change that. Mini M&Ms are my favorite, and then brownie batter is second. Okay, I like the peanut butter M&Ms. Favorite. Oh, peanut butter. Oh. I peanut butter, by far. Peanut ones. Yeah, they're so good. I can eat them like chips, it's a problem. <laughs> I think the um, M&Ms that I haven't, like, loved are, like, the pretzel ones, but I don't tend to lean toward, like, snack pretzels. I like soft pretzels. Yeah, I think the only time I've tried the pretzel M&Ms was when they were in an old vending machine, so they were definitely stale. Oh. So I think that's that's why they were not too good, Extra but crunch. I'd give them a try again. What'd you say, Tyler? Extra crunch. <laughs> Underground, <laughs> little mint in there. <laughs> yeah. You want another one of my hot takes? Yeah. Hate yes. brownies. Hate. Hate brownies and fudge or anything like that. Really? Yeah. I just can't. I definitely don't like brownies nearly as much as I used to. Um, I could eat a whole tray when I was younger. Now it's just like I'll have one. But, wow, I'm surprised you, like, actually hate them. Have you ever had a brownie? Yeah, only... what, do, what don't you like? I It sort of go back to the, the cookie, softer, crunchy. I can eat a brownie if it's, like, crunchy all the way through. Okay. But if it's, like, soft at all, I just can't. I don't know why. I find a lot of them are very doughy. Um, yeah. I like, like, the... Have you ever had, like, the brownie brittle? Which is, like, basically a chip, but it tastes like a brownie. No. Oh, you'd love that. It's like crispy I think you would brownie like that. chunk. It's so good. Um, I'll have to bring you some someday. Um, oh, I guess going up with the brownie thing, and I'm going to ask this because I know Shannon and I disagree. Mm -hmm. Edge or centerpiece? 
edge. Reveal it, Shannon. Yeah, I think I'm once again in the minority here. <laughs> I I need that middle piece. I uh, I don't mind the edges, I but I just the middle. the middle's just better. It's not. It's not. It's the crunch again for it's me. It's okay though. It's I'm happy you enjoy some part of brownies, but I'm a corner piece, like not even edge corner. I Somebody want has to all eat the sunny. The chewy edge. Yeah, I went to a friend of mine's house, and his mom had a pan that was all edges. Mm. Like, it had an extra piece of pan sticking (laughs) out, so that every single piece you cut had some edge on it. (laughs) And the house was divided, but she was like, I'm making them, so I'm making them the way that I like them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the the baker of the good gets the final say, but yeah. Right. I believe that. (laughs) I mean, that's fine. At least someone gets to eat the centers. And there's usually just as many centers as there are edge pieces. So again, just like the pizza, we we work together in that we finish a tray of brownies together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's your mom's. Your mom's are very good. Um, but yeah, my favorite brownies are like box brownies. Like every homemade brownie I've ever had is too cakey. Yeah, even honestly, the ones that my mom makes are from a box usually too it's um i hate to reveal her secrets not that it's a secret but it's (laughs) yeah honestly box brownies it's hard to beat i feel like it's one of those things where it's not worth doing it from scratch at least in my experience i haven't found a recipe that's better yeah than what you can do with a a box i think nothing beats like a homemade cookie and i've made i say that about almost Mm -hmm. every cookie like sugar cookie oatmeal raisin chocolate chip um right Cakes are a hit or miss. Some cakes are really good homemade. Some cakes are just, I mean, a box cake is just good. But I've never had a homemade brownie that is better than a box brownie. But Yeah, I agree with I've all also, those. Like blondies, you've ever seen those? No. Yeah. Ugh. It's like the sugar cookie version of a brownie. Like, hmm. as someone who likes thin and crispy, I would just reach for a sugar cookie instead. It's just yeah, it's just a very cocoa flavor. Oh, we're coming up on sugar cookie season for me. Sugar cookie season? Yeah, December. Oh. Ah. When Market Basket comes around with those uh those like tree cookies with all the oh, green my God. sprinkles those on are top. The best. Oh. Okay, mm-hmm. I kind of take back my statement. Homemade cookies are almost always better except the ones that have the tree or the little pumpkin in the middle. Yeah. Oh, those are good. I haven't had them in years. I need to go get some. Cause the Halloween I have to get a box every year. Oh. <laughs> yeah. How Did cookie season just get a little longer for you? Cookie season <laughs> might have two seasons this year. <laughs> yeah, those are good. There was one I used to have. I had maybe twice. And it was a Halloween cookie set. So it was just sugar cookies that were like frozen you just put them on a tray but it came with like Mm -hmm. edible paper decals of like spiders and pumpkins and stuff and you put them on top and you bake them and they bake into it and it was just like a fun little thing to do with kids and i i would love to know if those still exist to try them again because i remember as a kid that being like the best thing i've ever eaten but i haven't seen them since (laughs) But, you know, yeah, as a I don't kid, you like a lot more sweet things than you do when you get older. Yeah, That is true. 
had um on vacation this year because um, we go we stay at a lake house. Uh, so we we make all of our own, our own food on vacation. We're not like at a hotel or resort or anything. I bought the like Nestle cookie dough log to make cookies, so we could have some fresh mm-hmm. cookies without having to bring all of my ingredients and stuff. And like bedding on, they had like a measuring cup and things. Um, but they they were good. They're definitely not as good as I remember them being. The like Nestle log, but I think it's because I make my own cookies so often. Yeah, it's an old reliable if you just want some quick cookies, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm sure from scratch it hits the spot more. I just love making cookies. It's so much fun. I brought them to like my college class a lot, and I was known as the cookie person. Every now and then someone would be like, can you make cookies? Yes, I can. <laughs> it was great yeah. being able to bake a lot without having to eat it all or throw it away. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Bring baked goods places. People love food and snacks. Mm-hmm. Especially college students. And with, with oh, definitely. warming, and I'm like, I have a whole kitchen. Like, these are the same kids <laughs> I brought soup to. Like, I, I, I'll make anything you want. You just gotta ask. <laughs> I've still never had your soup. What? I want to try. I want to try your tomato soup really bad. I'll make that soon. It's it's soup season. Like I'm in. Soup I also season. finally have an immersion blender so I can blend it properly without having to stick batches of it in my Nutribullet. <laughs> <laughs> it takes so long to blend it all. I had something else that's a little off topic. Mm-hmm. Um, were you guys ever the the kids growing up that would just eat cheese? I still am. Like cold cheese? Yeah, just you can either like just put your hand inside a bag of shredded cheese and just go away or just like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I know what you mean because I am that person. I am. I still am. I, I was never I... that person. No? Really? No, no? but um, I went on a vacation a couple months ago, and my friend told me that we should get, when we were shopping up at the grocery store up there, he said uh, to get goat cheese, like just a log of goat cheese, and it was like seasoned with everything bagel seasoning. Yeah. That was delicious. Mm-hmm. That was crazy. I I love cheese. I have currently a container of mozzarella balls, like little pearls mm. that I just snack mm-hmm. on. Um, That's good. I'm also like I love charcuterie and things like that too. Like I'll make myself a little meat and cheese tray just for fun, make it all bougie. Um, I have like a wooden cutting board that I put it on too, just for me. Um. But yeah, goat cheese with especially with seasonings is very good. Borson cheese I get a lot. But like if I make like a grilled cheese or like a ham and cheese sandwich, whatever, if I have the sliced cheese out, I'll make the sandwich and I'll take one more slice of cheese for myself and I'll usually split it with my dog. Because <laughs> my dog yep, also really well, loves cheese. Snack while you're cooking. There's this I uh, agree. there's this weird cheese that comes out every winter. I haven't seen it. I didn't. I don't think I saw it last year, but it's like a it's like a cranberry cream cheese. Oh. It has like little cuts of like cranberry inside, and this thing was crazy. And every time I tell this to people, they think I'm lying or I'm disgusting. Really? But for some yeah. For some reason that just give me some crackers and a whole tub of that. (laughs) Wow. That sounds good. 
I never liked like cranberry flavoring, um, or like cranberry sauce. Or I don't. I still don't like cranberries, but I'm starting to get into like having cranberries within other things. Um, mm-hmm. I have like a cranberry f- or a cranberry black cherry flavored vinaigrette that I pour on top of cheese. So I kind of sort of have tried the flavor combo before. So I think I would like it. It sounds good. It is. It's very good. It's from a place in Maine called Mainly Drizzle, and the whole store is just full of different flavors of olive oil and vinaigrettes. And you get to mm. try them all. It's, it's the weirdest store. It's like got 75 vats of olive oil. <laughs> it's so good, though. But you can't try a lot because after like five or six, you're just eating oil. They don't give you crackers <laughs> or anything. You just put it in a really, really tiny cup and you kind of put it on your tongue and taste it. You just chug. Vats <laughs> of oil. Yeah, I, I tend to lean toward the vinaigrettes more than oil. Like, a flavored oil is good or whatever, but so is just putting seasoning on top of food that you've cooked on oil. So I lean to the vinaigrette when I'm there. But yeah, we go every year. I make Noah take me to Maine so we can go to Mainly Drizzle. That's right, fun. It sounds like a fun store to walk around, though. Oh, yeah. And the the guy who works there is very funny, too. Um, yeah, it's worth it's worth visiting, but you can also look online. So shout out Mainly Drizzle. All right, well, then we'll leave it at that. That was, is it good cold and other food preference questions? And we have many more, so there will probably be a sequel to this. Thank you, Tyler, for joining us. I'm sure you'll Thank be you back. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> and that's that. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, yeah, <laughs> should we have, like, an ending? Like, a happy eating? <laughs> like... One day we will have an outro. Go eat something good today. There you go.